What's up, dancers and dance lovers? This is Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. I'm Taylor Bradley. And I'm Alex Yankovic. We host an open conversation about the dance entertainment industry, striving to educate and inspire. Brought to you by Inside Dance Magazine. Find us on social media at Inside Dance Podcast. Or write to us at InsideDancePodcast at gmail.com. Let's Let's take take it from from the the top. top. And now a message from Apollo Performance Wear. Put your best foot forward with Inside Dance Magazine and Apollo Performance Wear. Receive a free, that's right, free gift from Apollo and 15% off when you subscribe to Inside Dance Magazine for your choice of one, two, or three years. Head to shopinsidenation.com, subscribe to Inside Dance, and enter code APOLLA40, that's A-P-O-L-L-A-4-0, at checkout. This promotion is courtesy of Inside Dance and Apollo Performance Wear because you deserve to feel great. We are back with another steaming hot episode just for you. Welcome back to Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex, guys. We are thrilled to have an incredible guest. Later, we are joined by Miss Whitney Besant, who is a rock star, dancer, choreographer, um, and just role model, honestly, to uh, a lot of young kids in the convention dance circuit. So stick around for her story. She talks about everything from uh, booking auditions in LA to her experience opening as a soloist for Jennifer Lopez's All I Have residency here in Las Vegas. So you don't want to miss that. Um, And yeah, Alex, what's up? First of all, Whitney is so amazing. I loved our interview with her it was so wonderful and she had like a sound room oh my gosh her room yeah like (laughs) so (laughs) high tech yeah I'm like here in my kitchen I'm like oh gosh but no she's yeah so kind and so just like heartwarming like yeah yes um well things are so things are so good right now um this year has been really really awesome and I've just been reflecting so much about all the people I've uh, made, you know, new connections with and all the people I've met through like judging and convention and just mm-hmm. my jazz circle here in LA. And it's just been really, really, really lovely. So I'm off to judge um, this weekend again, which I'm super excited about. I actually don't know where I'm going. Oh, uh, <laughs> Colorado Springs. So going back fun. Yeah. Ooh. And good. Uh, that's like a good, a good yeah. dance state. That sounds so silly, but you know, like there's definitely no, some sure. states that you're like, Ooh, I'm excited to go there. <laughs> yeah. I'm super pumped. But, um, if anyone hasn't already finished season two of cheer, I hope that you get on it. Wait, Taylor, I forget you've watched season one though. Okay. So <laughs> just reading me for filth. I've watched season <laughs> one. Uh, I started season two, okay. but I have not, I have not gotten through it. So, so that's my homework for this week. Yes. And you have to push all the way through to, so the halfway point, oh my God, you're, and this won't give anything away. It won't, it won't. Um, so the halfway point COVID happens. While oh going. no. So they're literally like, all I'll say is they were perfecting their routine you know me, I'm sitting on the couch, like <laughs> screaming when they like hit their ending pose. And obviously on, on Netflix, they don't show, um, show the whole routines. Like it's all edited and everything, mm-hmm. but I literally screamed. I was like, Oh my God, they're going to freaking kill this. And then COVID happened and no one got like to compete that, that year. Those the seasons. saddest. No, I literally was, I was, Oh yeah. I was telling you this in person. It was so freaking sad, but then you get to the second half of the season and it's like, it hits you even harder, but the editing is just done so well. 
And it's funny because I feel like I'm like, who's in the Super Bowl? Like, what's football? Where are these teams? <laughs> like cheer? I'm like, Let's but you know go! exactly who made Matt. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly who made Matt. And I was talking to our friend Sean uh, Viator, and he was like, yeah, I went back on YouTube and watched everyone's routines fully to compare because like you can't. And I was like, I love you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Very <laughs> Sean. I want to yeah. know. I want to know how if like how authentic their routines are as they're presented on Netflix. Cause you know, editing, like it always right. like slices and dices things around. And then you end up seeing like the same trick or the same stunt from like right. the front and then the back, like three seconds yes. later. And you're like, wait a minute, that can't happen again. But um, yeah, the magic of, of film and television, but um, I guess I'll yeah. have to ask Sean since he's cross-referenced yeah, <laughs> to see the whole routines. I feel like my intensity for it watching, I just love watching watching athletes work so hard and perfect everything and get notes after notes after notes and just keep like watching them have this hunger and aliveness. I, it makes me so happy. It makes me just want to become a cheerleader. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I um, I, have you ever, have, have we talked about how they choreograph all-star cheer routines? Um, I don't think we've talked about it, but it's super interesting you say that because the two choreographers that are bait, like that they talk about on the series, I mean, they're so good, but they're like the best of the best, but it's gotta be hard to do. Like, I don't know. Well, I want to know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone out there in the universe listening, but, um, I remember vaguely that because I um, growing up in Georgia, there was a bunch of, uh, really good all-star cheerleading teams. And, um, I remember they were saying that there's like, they use a graph to like make the music, like they make the choreography first or like the formations, then the choreography. And then they go back and make the music to match the the, uh, choreography, which is when, you know, I love my sound effects. So it's like, you know, all the different like gun noises or whatever that match the like stunts, which I was like, that's so cool. Cause especially coming from a dancer standpoint where we find music and then make movement to match the move, the music, it kind of like geeks me out that (laughs) they like reverse engineer it. (laughs) Right. I think that makes sense because I think it takes time to get into the stunts and build the pyramid. (laughs) (laughs) You're so efficient. We are so bad with our lingo. We are clearly educated solely off of Netflix docuseries, but I know it it makes sense. It takes, it takes some time. So that makes sense that they would do it that way. But I remember for dance team, Dan always ha- Dan, our choreographer for Rosary at the time, um, he always had the music done and cut and ready to go. And started then with like, the music. We would listen to it from the beginning, and then later, after it was choreographed, then he would add the, <laughs> the like, Rosary. Yeah, all of that gets added in later. Know that my goal in life, <laughs> I will at one time and one some way shape algorithm of the universe be the voice that says like let's go wildcats <laughs> You'd be perfect so for that. if anyone can make that. that happen really trying to manifest these goals 22 i love it but All yeah right. that was my little thing that's been majorly on my mind i like i just love the show so much i cannot i cry every episode and not just from the sad sentimental things i cry from how hard these people work these the passion humans work the passion and the drive nothing inspires me more nothing makes me want to like wake up in the morning more than people being like we have to get our pyramid i'm like yes this is the yeah energy. the team energy and the community yeah well and especially to it's even that much more um 
a parent when you literally trusting them with your lives. Like there's one thing to be on like a team of like, okay, we're all going to do this together. But like, when you're like, okay, listen, Cindy, you're going to hold me up in the air <laughs> and you're, yeah. and we're going to get through this. And even if it's yeah. been a tough day, like the sense of motivation and um, trust yeah. in literal death defying stunts, pretty rad. Yeah. And I love, they have like a whole episode about talking about their hair. They're like, Ooh. They, do, they do like the poof and the, it's just super, I just find it like fascinating. <laughs> Alex is going to start her all-star cheerleading career at yeah. age 29. <laughs> yeah. This is true. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Well, homework for everyone. Go catch up on Sheer, uh, myself included. We'll circle back next week. But for Wait, now, I'm let's... 29. Oh, but you're going to be 29. I'm going to be 29. Yeah, that's your goal. Oh my I'm God. Like every... <laughs> you were doing every... math in your head. Uh, yeah, I literally was. I was like, Wait, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Um, so we'll stick around, guys. We're going to yes. hop right into our interview here with Whitney in just a moment. You guys, I am so excited to welcome our very special guest to the podcast today. She's just a ray of sunshine. I'm sure many of you know her from her choreography or her beautifully impressive resume. Please join me in welcoming the incredible Whitney Besant. Hi, Whitney. How are you? Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we're so happy to have you. Um, and can't wait to dive into your whole story. I know um, you and Alex haven't quite met before, so hi, hello. Um, I but I'll be honest, Whitney. I was thinking about. This. I know. I know we know each other from growing up. I can't remember where. <laughs> I was gonna ask you the same thing. I went deep diving yesterday through all of my Instagram photos, all of my Facebook photos, and I was like, "Where are we connected? It's been a long time. Like, I've known you for a long time, but I cannot, for the life of me, remember the connection." Me, okay, I feel oh, the great. same way. I don't know. Like, I want to say, it, it, like, what came to mind was, like, NYCDA Nationals, or did you ever do the camp intensive? Jump, um, okay. I, I never did jump. Or but pulse? Maybe. Did you ever do the, the like, um, there was an intensive with, like, Stacey Tukey and Jason Parsons and Lauren Adams, and, the, okay, I'm thinking of another know. fantastic one. <laughs> okay, well, then the universe just brought us you together know. through the love of dance. I love we that. Love dance. <laughs> we love, love dance. dance. I love it. Um, community. <laughs> no, for real. Well, let's, let's take it from the top here, Whitney, if you could, where are you from and how did you get into dance? Okay, here we go. Um, I am originally from Cedar Hills, Utah. It's like 35 minutes South of Salt Lake. I grew up there, uh, trained there. Um, I started dancing when I was three and started competing when I was five. Did my first solo at five. I said I wanted to be quick. alone. That was quick. I know. I, th I think it's something you do in Utah. A lot of girls, especially, it's like the guys do sports, the girls do dance. And so everyone I knew that I grew up with danced at some point in their life. And I loved it. I loved being on stage. And my parents were like, okay, this will keep her busy. Yes, out of trouble. No, and then I just fell in love. And then, yeah, competed forever. Wait, okay. I have so many things. I, I feel like I know I meet so many dancers from Utah. Utah is just this. I don't know what's in the water. Kingdom of some of the best dancers. Yeah, in the world. But do you know Micah Clark? 
Yes. Okay, cool. So I used to work at Beatles Love and uh, okay, we've actually, yes. we've had him on as a guest before, uh, but we became good friends while I was there. So Micah and Devon and like yeah, uh, that everybody whole, love the them Utah, so much. The Utah dance community is actually so small. And if you leave, like if you leave the bubble of Utah, everyone knows each other. It's like, where'd right. you go? Oh, Vegas, LA, New York. Like, yeah. And you stay pretty close and there's some good people. Really well, good my people. next my next question was, you said competing, like regular mainstream competition, or did you do ballroom work as, or in addition to, did you do all of that? Yeah. Um, no. Mm. Ballroom is very expensive. And <laughs> okay. I, it's good to know. My fam- I know. I, I grew up in a, stu- a really, really small studio. So not one of like the big, you know, ballroom famous studios. So yeah. I just did mainstream competition, jazz, ballet, tap, hip hop. Like, we're so annoying we're like did you just do the basics which is like nine genres <laughs> like, at six, i was doing all of them but yes very basic no um yeah no ballroom i was obsessed with it i just couldn't afford to do it it well, was and, just so pricey and, and that's another thing that's huge in utah too i feel like yes. every ballroom yeah. dancer i ever meet yes. or on dancing with the stars everybody's from utah so i think that yeah. was my kind of like stereotype like, i guess which is totally normal and yeah, I just couldn't afford it, but I was so obsessed with it. And some of those studios would compete ballroom numbers. So I would make sure that I would be in the room when they were competing to watch it. Cause <laughs> I loved it so much. Yeah, And then ended up like, we'll ju- we'll dive into this later, but I ended up doing more ballroom jobs and more Latin style jobs in LA without being trained. I think because I was so obsessed, I like picked up the passion yeah, and- it was like a it was like a gross obsession i was like i need to get this right because i couldn't afford to do it so yeah i love that yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah no i fully relate there was a, a show that i was a part of for three years that um was ballroom in water through fire all these yeah. different elements and i was thrown into it because of i my partnering abilities and my size but it's like to I felt like I was learning to walk again like you feel confident and you're like oh cool like I'm coordinated about it and then it's like learning a whole nother language that I'm uh, like my hip goes where the opposition of my arm my sh- oh. but it's so beautiful like I'm obsessed with ballroom people's hands like what yes. they could do a full situation you can't see all the handography happening on screen right now but it's really great so it's beautiful um, it's literally and it's so funny well like moving into my choreography a lot of my choreography has ballroom hands if you ask anyone in convention scene that's ever taken my class there's some point where like the obsession is there and and like influence my choreography for sure that's beautiful i love that so you mentioned la i want to know what was your transition from utah did you go directly to la um and and how was that process for you um interesting so i Graduated high school, knew that I college like wasn't the route for me. I was very much, I need to get to LA, which has shifted a little bit now. Like I kind of wish I would have gone to college, but in the time 11 years ago, I was like, I need to get to LA now or my career is not going to happen. Cause that's mm-hmm. the energy that was around, around least, you. Yeah, right. for sure. Um, but I didn't have any money. <laughs> so uh-huh. I waited a year and worked. I made smoothies every morning. Yes. at this smoothie shop and trained with Bonnie Story 
We love Bonnie. Bonnie. She was on. We've had her on and she's, I, we worked with her a bunch. I love her. Yes. Big big love mama Bonnie. I know. I love her too. Like we have like deep family ties. Her husband and my dad are really good friends. Like it's like, yeah, like really close to home. So she had a training company called expansion in Utah years ago back when she lived in Utah and I did that for a year and she would bring in guests from LA and she brought in Liz Imperio Mm. who I had never I know I'm like thinking about it now like when I go back through like how everything kind of fell into place it's kind of it's nuts but at the time I was like cool this is great don't really know what's happening um so she brought in Liz Imperio. I had never taken a class from Liz. To be honest, I had never even heard of her, like, which is terrible to say because she's one of my dearest friends now. But after working with her, she told me, she said, hey, if you ever want to move to L.A., here's my phone number. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I for sure want to move to L.A. So packed up my bags, moved to L.A. Uh, a year after I graduated high school. So I was 19. And two weeks in, I was like, okay, I feel a little settled. Let me call her. I called her and she said, okay, great. We start tomorrow. We're working on Mexican billboard awards. You're going to be behind the table at an audition. So I didn't audition. I just sat with her as her assistant behind the table. Oh my god! Like two weeks after moving to LA at the time, like I ended up training with Liz for a long time, but at the time, obviously, I was like, oh, I need to be auditioning. Like, get me in the room. She's like, no, you're going to learn so much more by sitting behind the table. Like, I don't, I feel like you're, wow. she even told me, like, she's like, I don't know if you're ready to be in this scene yet. She's like, but I know that the, I know it's there. I would rather you be by my side for a little while and like work these jobs behind the scenes than you get on camera and things not go yeah. My gosh. What a this is like the guardian best. angel. The best oh, advice I've ever heard from somebody. Cause we all have that like uh puppy on Red Bull energy of like, I want to get there, I want to get in, and I'm gonna be the first one there, and I'm gonna be so good because I came from my studio and I got first overall last week and and you're like a huge ego, but like oh, it's massive ego. It, it's yeah. It's there's so much more to learn from watching the good, the bad and the strong choices. Um, But even just the process of, um, oh, how do auditions work? What time do I get there? Why is there a line around? Is there an audition like monitor? There's so many things that nobody tells you. There's no handbook. You can be the fiercest mover and have the best extension tilt ball change. But like if you don't know how an audition runs, then that's that's like such the meat of of auditioning. And so I'm like that, like that puppy energy that you're talking about is exactly like I moved to LA and I was like, let's go. (laughs) And then it was a hard transition to almost be taken back to sit and watch. Yeah. Right. Oh, you guys, it killed me for like a solid year because it was a year. Like Liz Imperial work works constantly. And she Mm -hmm. was working like a mad woman back then too. And I was just her right hand. So I did every job that she did. I was her assistant and I was the one that was like showing the combo. She's like, okay, we're going to go to this audition. All of these heavy hitters that I've like idolized for years are in the room. And Liz is having me dance it. And she's like, yeah, if you want to book the job, you have to do it like her. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. But then like, 
there was kind of this trickery that was going on because I wasn't actually doing the job. Right. So it was like mm, the at ego. 19. Yeah. My ego was like the whirlwind of emotions was like <laughs> such a blessing in disguise, but at the time really difficult to handle Yeah, just because I, yeah, like you want to dance. I'm working on these jobs, but I'm not dancing on these jobs. Right. So, right. But and also it's, it's like a, it's an empowering opportunity of like, you better step up because you do have these hard hitters. So like, it's kind of like a mock audition in a sense. And then yeah. you're, you're, you're doing the movement and then you get to sit and watch these people who do book all the time. And you're like, Oh, they, that's what they that's decided why. to do. They interpret. Yes. And I feel yeah. like also being able to ha even have that year. Cause a year is like nothing in the grand scheme yeah. of things. Like I know mm -hmm. at that time it feels like a lot, but it's always that probably made you work even harder, even though you were already already giving what she wanted. Like she was relating everyone. You have to dance it like this. It still makes you want to work even harder yeah. to get to that next level. And I think a lot of dancers do forget about the logistical points of a rehearsal and an audition and a rehearsal, especially because I think you have to come in, you have to be ready to go, ready to move in, ready to listen to details. And like, not that asking questions as a dancer, I'm not saying that that's bad, but it's always awkward when like a choreographer is super specific about your foot goes here, your hand goes here. And then like For 10 sure. minutes later, someone asks a question like, where's your hand on that? It's like, oh, oh man. And like, oh, it gives me, like, <laughs> like, no cringe, just sweating. Like everyone yeah. else in the room and is like, like duck and cover. Cause you yeah. know, it's coming. Like, yeah. when you're, I, but I think that's a super important thing. You can be the best dancer, but sometimes like if someone, all it takes is a choreographer to say the detail once and that's all it should take. And I know yeah. that's like, I know that's pretty harsh, but time is money in that situation. Mm -hmm. For sure. I to sit there and watch that and be like, okay, cool. I know what details to, yeah. all the details to be paying attention to. Yeah. Well, and she would always like put me in amazing situations where like, I'm the one talking to like a camera operator at 19, oh right? Mm. Like, hey, the choreographer would really love this shot to happen this way is that possible or is there something we can collaborate <gasps> on to make that happen like I'm having those conversations at 19 which once I started like my dance career once I kind of moved out of assisting her which is a really awesome story in itself but like can't wait to hear it <laughs> I know it's, it's real fun it's good no uh but all of those things that now when I'm dancing in front of a camera, I'm thinking about, okay, I know where the camera's at. Let me figure out how to angle to make sure that like I'm getting the best version because I've been on that side and I know what good and bad look like. Right. Uh, <laughs> so it helped, it helped immensely, but it, yeah. At the eager puppy dog really wanted to dance. And I'm so glad that Liz told me, no, she sat me down. She said, she said no, yet. she said, sit, no, she said, stay good dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow that is so incredible <laughs> yeah okay well let's let's continue on this journey here um unless uh i i want to hear about your transition into teaching and chore choreographing but unless there's any like super fun standout jobs or gigs that you had in that first year um Ooh. Yeah. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. we want to yeah. hear oh, oh get in yeah. there um okay so with i was still assisting liz I was with her all the time at the time. So Kenny Ortega, who we know we love. Love and is like, oh, oh. Um, 
back when I still lived in Utah and I was in junior high, I did the high school musical movies. So like, Amazing. I just was about to ask you. <laughs> yeah, so like everyone in Utah basically was in one or multiple of those. Movies. So I met him and worked with him then. And then in LA, not realizing like what an icon he is, one to the dance world and just in life. And yeah, general, he's Gilmore the most Girls. Creative. Yes, like he's hocus pocus like yeah everything stop it he did hocus pocus yes any anything that has like even like the slightest bit of like camera like camera movement is like his like direction like anytime something like sweeps across like those big yeah it's dan shots yeah yeah so after like it was june of 2012 you guys this is a while ago whoa um he was auditioning. He was going to do a remake of Dirty Dancing because he also directed Dirty Dancing. And he was going to do this like revamped remake, bringing in like new people, creating like making it more of a musical, I guess was going to. Yeah, cool. Massive audition, but you had to be invited to go to be welcomed in the room. My agent couldn't get me in. So Liz, who. Kenny is Liz's mentor. So there's mm, okay. Kenny, the family and then there's tree, Liz, family tree, and then <laughs> there's me, right? And so I told I was working on a job. We were doing a cruise ship show, and I told Liz I was like, I can't get on the list. She's like, one second. Made a phone call. She's like, my assistant needs to be on this list. Like, get her on this list now. So they just wrote my name in at the bottom. Amazing. And she's like, wait, we have to go full out, like. You can't just walk in there in a regular dance outfit. She's like, we need to go like time period. We need the cruise ship has at their facility had like a costume warehouse. Oh my gosh. They opened it up and let me go pick an outfit that fit. Yes. So Liz, I walk in and she's like, okay, this shirt, these shorts, this outfit. Great. These shoes. This is how you're going to do your hair. This is the lipstick you're going to wear. Oh my God. I love that. I got ready at rehearsal because the audition was later that day got ready at rehearsal drove and she's like she's calling me she's like okay so you're gonna play the part of like kind of like i don't know how another way to put this like the trashy girl like in the Mm -hmm. trailer park you're gonna be chewing gum the whole time without chewing gum like that's your that is your persona the second you walk in that room i was like okay this could be fun like i love i love a character and she kind of built it for me she's like yeah we're gonna like you're going to be like the annoying girl that's chewing gum at her audition. Cool. Great. So we do the first round. It's all girls. I literally walked in. My name was, I saw it on the paper. It's written. Everything else is printed <laughs> off and it's like Whitney. And it's just like <laughs> spelled <laughs> like, wrong. Okay, like crossed right. out twice. Yeah, like, oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah, she can come in. So auditioned, made it through the first round and it was great. It was all girls. And the guys went and then the girls and the guys were brought back in together. And Liz called me. She's like, Hey, like it's there. I feel like there's going to be partnering. Of course there is. Let's make sure that you have the right partner. I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you're not even here. Like, yeah. This is the most, it's the most interesting rendition of Cinderella I've ever heard so far. And we're only halfway through. So keep going. <laughs> So a friend of mine, his name is Mason Cutler. Love Mason. 
because another one that from when his last name for a second. Yes, <laughs> Mason's yeah. Mason's a fierce dance name right now. It's a, it's very yes, on trend. So, well, but Mason Cutler is incredible, incredible yeah. dancer. So he, I, Liz, and I both knew that Kenny liked him because mm-hmm. he had done a job with him previous. She's like, you need to find Mason wherever he's in the room, <laughs> and you need to partner with him. And I was like, okay, so. At center staging in LA, there's like the big warehouses and then like the outside like streets where like yes. all of these big auditions are held. And I find him outside. I'm like, Mason, you're my partner. And he's like, are we doing partner work? I said, yes. And you're going to be my partner. You're with me. You're mine. <laughs> letting you know you're not with anyone else. You're with Initiative. Me. I will find you. I will I, hunt you down. I will hunt you down. <laughs> no. And so, but when they opened the doors, we entered on two separate sides. So he's on one side of the room and I'm on the other. And Kenny goes, okay, you guys find a partner. And I'm like, oh no. Run! Mason! <laughs> Everything's in slow motion. <laughs> Literally. And I see who I also love, Allison Holker. Yeah, she grabbed Fabulous. Mason. I was like, "Oh no, oh no, my partner's gone, and she's a, she's the beast. Like he's gone." And Ricky Jamie, who's also love Ricky, great. Yes, he's like Whitney, partner with me. I was like, "Yeah, cool." Like I love you so much. I just had this game plan in mind, yeah. and it's not yeah. working out. We're moving. It's on. not you. It's me. <laughs> it, no, literally. And I was like, I was like, okay, cool. Like Ricky's great. Like this will still be great. Kenny's like, okay, everyone stand by your partners. We're standing there. And he walks by me and he stops. He grabs my hand and pulls me to Mason across the room and puts us together. <laughs> oh, my Allison God. To, sends Allison to Ricky. We audition. We end up booking the job. So there's yes. 10 guys and 10 girls. At the time, he's 19 and I'm 20. And like everyone else on the job is like, like way older. Veterans, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like we're like the babies and still don't know how we booked this job. So it was the most incredible 10 days of my life. It was supposed to be a full movie. 10 days in, the production cut it. Yeah, they couldn't. Kenny was like, I think it was Lionsgate. Still have a. Like yeah, why Iana? Why <laughs> it'll happen again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what a uh, again? That's like I like an incredible like experience to have. But Liz, your fairy godmother, Imperio, like set you up on this like blind date of a uh, success story. And yeah. I mean, that's it's. it's I- Go, Alex. There was, there was something, something super, super, super important. And I think that's great for listeners. Um, going back to what Liz told you, this is the character you're going to play. Yeah. That it, like doing a character is the number one best thing you can do in an audition, especially if it's an audition that you're like, well, this one, like you're excited about. And it, yeah. it like was an awesome opportunity to go to. But sometimes you're like, okay, I just need to like show my face. It's like, maybe not your favorite choreography or maybe you're not your yeah. favorite thing. But if you can find a character to, yeah. to kind of use as a vehicle for the choreography, it's such a big difference. I was just having a conversation with a friend about this last night about how you could do it in class. Like, yeah. you, add, and it's not, you don't even have to do a character, but like add a feeling, add some context as like a sentence of like you're feeling really like lazy Sunday morning today and dance it like that and it like changes everything moves are boring intentions are exciting anyone can do moves but like well and anyone (sighs) can like 
Yeah, any you can teach anyone to do moves, literally yeah. anybody. But you can't teach someone to be authentic, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, or a star. Like I talk about it when I teach. I'm like, Ooh, I yeah. just need, you, I just need you to feel something. I don't even care what you're feeling. It just needs to be something. Right yeah. now, everyone looks good doing moves, especially in the competition circuit. Like, yeah, everyone's totally. good. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to compete with these kids, but like. Passion wise, I feel like our generation was like a little bit because we weren't as good. No, I couldn't do it. I had a good I double and a wink smile like behind and like kink it into <laughs> an aerial. Yeah. Like, I had to, I had, yeah. I had to rely on that personality. Like, <laughs> like, Please love me, yeah, for real. Uh, and I think wait. that was like a huge thing I learned from Liz is like this big like gap in what LA dancers were missing. It's like mm-hmm. someone able to jump into a character with like, like a snap, like yeah. just like that. Flip of the switch. You're like, okay, I'm now this girl that lives in a trailer park and I chew my gum. And, and then they can immediately pluck you from that and be like, you're, yes. you were great. But yeah. like we, we saw what yeah. we were looking for and like you, you bring created that character something. You almost give them something they didn't realize that they needed. Totally. Right? You're like, oh, I don't know if you have this character already booked in the dance crew, but I'm her. Yeah. Be that for you, you know? And absolutely. So I think that moment and booking such a massive job, like as my first gig in LA, sadly, it only was 10 days, but it was like the best 10 days that I think it was seven. Oh my gosh, it was only seven days. Literally the best seven days of my life. I'm sure. But it really pushed, I think. Everyone knew who booked it, even though it was for a week. Like it turned right. into, oh, you booked that dirty dancing job. And that it puts you huge. on the radar. It puts totally. you on the radar amongst yeah. your peers and people. And so I think, yeah, I, I, it's, it's so important. You can't teach people to be a star. You can't teach people to want it. You have to put on that persona, that character, and be like, you know what? I, I always say, you have to know you booked the audition before you walk into the room. Like, oh, you need to have that yes. without being egotistical you need to have that confidence and that that mindset so i thank you so much for sharing that um i do want to shift slightly here and dive back into what you're saying about your transition from um actually no that's a lie before we get into (laughs) your dancing and choreography because i am such a fan of your choreography and um i want to talk more about um obviously where I've seen, where Alex and I have both seen you the most recently, which is here in Las Vegas opening for Jennifer Lopez's yeah. all I have tour, not tour residency, um, which was to this day, one of my favorite shows, it, like nappy tab knocked it out of the park. It was the most star studded, talented cast production value was incredible. But I never for saw list- it. Alex, shame on you. <laughs> okay. It's okay. I, never, I, I yeah. saw it three times. So. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I never, um, I felt like I was never off when it was happening, but I could never get tickets to it. Oh, it was, yeah, it was actually even being in it, getting tickets for like family and friends was a yeah. big struggle. It was hard because it was by. so and good. Our, yeah. And our times were weird. Like when we were in Vegas, it was like such odd. Yeah. It was odd times, but, but yeah. I, and I know Nellie. So, um, and I always be like, I want to go see it, but yeah, it never worked out, but I always saw so many videos and I mean, it's yeah. JLo, JLo's production, everything Nappy Tabs does, Katie Tate as well. Like it's so 
incredible and amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, such a huge well, deal. Well, huge brag on Whitney here. She started the show. Um, you cracked me up with your TikTok the other day. It was like, whenever I'm feeling down, I remember that I was the soloist that opened in Zappos Theater. <laughs> Literally, it's suspense. We're building. We're waiting. They've probably stalled so they can sell more drinks or something. And then it's we get ready to go. And like elevator from the basement appears. And it's this like beautiful, like. Uh, ethereal figure the smoke clears and it's like oh my god that's Whitney and she like conducts the opening of the show magic magic lifts the curtain and I'm just like I remember I also didn't know you were in the show and I'm like I want to be that girl I know that girl (laughs) let's talk about it that whole experience whoa okay whoa a solid three-year residency like Mm. So awesome. Um, creation process was four months long. Let's keep diving back. Audition process was mm-hmm. nuts. <laughs> job. Um, <clears throat> so Nappy Tabs, who at the time I had been assisting on convention with, love them so much. They told me, they were like, hey, we're directing. Actually, they redid Beatles. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I assisted them on this job. And this oh my like, God. Yes. Okay. Yes. You guys know I, each other. Liars. Your hair was red. Dark. Yes. 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 Okay. Oh my God. Yes. Work. Yes. <laughs> we're all friends. We're all friends. So they told me when we were revamping that show, they're like, hey, we just got JLo and we think you'd be great for it. And I was like, is that how that works? You <laughs> let someone know, like, casually. Like, yeah, but you still have to audition. I was like, okay, okay, cool turn around me and Nellie are both on a job together when the audition gets called oh wow like we're doing latin billboards Uh something something billboards we're working on this job together both of us know like i had known Nellie through like the dance scene in la and we both were like i want to audition for this job i had called napoleon i was like hey i'm on this job he's like okay let's get you on film doing the combos that they're doing at the audition. I ended up not having the day off, but Nellie did. So she was able to go to the audition. I was working on this job. Napoleon filmed me doing the combos and in between groups, I guess they had a laptop up when JLo showed up, they were playing. They're like, Hey, so there's these other girls that I think would be great for this job. Like if you want to watch them, like here's a video of doing this choreography. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a friend that was at the audition. They were like, yeah, in between each group, she'd watch the video and then make a cut and then watch the video and then make a cut. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I have like, I have good vibes here. Like Uh this could go go well. She still had full control over who booked the job. I was the last girl booked. Everyone I knew, Nellie, I had talked to Nellie. She booked it. I was on a plane. I was like, people were getting phone calls. Oh my God. I called my agent. I was like, anxiety. Did I get it? Did I get it? She's like, literally, everyone on that last, I think there was 10 at my agency. She's like, I have an answer for everyone except for you. Oh. I was like, what does that mean? I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Full panic when I'm sweating right now thinking about it. <laughs> um, and then finally, the next day, I got a text from Tabitha and she's like, Congratulations. I can't wait to see you in Vegas. Oh, and like, I remember sitting, I was. At the time, I was sitting on my parent. I was hanging out with my parents in Utah, sitting on their countertop, literally weeping, like 
Like, I oh, want this job oh so bad. Gosh. And then it was like, bing, 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 like, text from Tabitha, which turned into full sob fest. Like, it was like a whole thing. So, that's amazing. Creation was awesome, really crazy. Like, JLo's a perfectionist, mm-hmm. which is really amazing, but also really difficult, right? So, like, yeah. she, I don't want to say she's never satisfied because she is, but her standards are so high. So, creation was. Yeah, really intense for four months. Um, I love if you didn't get to see the show, it was basically done in like sections. There was like the intro, which was like glamorous. Mm -hmm. And then there was hip hop, which was like on these big speaker boxes. And then there was after hip hop, it went burlesque, which was like real sexy real fun mm-hmm. and then was that with went, like the the legs and the arms through the, yes, oh. the the like tights through like the neon yeah yeah oh so good and so then good there was her ballad section and, the, and then there was latina fiesta at the end let's get loud baby and then latin and then edm so like there it was all done in like these epic sections with and epic she's like songs. the most versatile yeah. <laughs> entertainer ever yes. so that's that makes sense like that we're like yeah. we have to highlight all the things she's amazing at which is like yeah. 12,000 things <laughs> yeah and it was done so well that it like flowed like so nicely but it also had such variety in mm-hmm. her show right oh and there was a funk section <laughs> in there oh my god after ballads it was funk yes so um Originally, the intro conductor was supposed mm-hmm. to be a guy. It was supposed to be a male. And Tony Testa was brought in to choreograph a piece and then do this intro, this like magical conductor intro. So he taught it to all the guys and all the girls learned it in the back. And then Jen walked in and sat down. She's like, okay, let's see, like, let's audition this like solo, this intro mm-hmm. solo. And they did a couple guys and it was again, character, like Tony gave you a base and then said, I need you to decide what type of character you're going to be. Some might be comedic. Some might be like, I don't know. I, the choices, everyone was kind of all over the place with their choices, which is great. Like variety in their choices. Mm-hmm. But then Tony's like, Hey Whitney, like, I know it's supposed to be a guy, but let's just see you do it. You guys, I vividly remember being like, I want everyone to feel like they're in Disneyland. Like yes. that feeling of walking down like Main Street and like the music's playing and the castles in the background. I was like, that's what that's the character I'm playing. So I do it. And at the end, when we were at the end of what it was supposed to be, it didn't end up staying. But like the conductor was supposed to tip and fall off the stage. And so you like tip and you fall onto like <laughs> And all it was silent, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I felt great about it." And yeah. then, literally, Jen stands up. She goes, "No!" Like, oh my god! And I was like, "Oh my gosh! I think I just got the solo. Like, I think I just got the intro." She's like, "All uh, right, well, it was supposed to be a guy. Now it's a girl." <gasps> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, Let's go. I was like, "Yeah, give them what they didn't think they needed." That <laughs> is amazing. Yeah. So for. Yeah, three years. Um, there was an elevator that actually was like this fascinating. So the stage, there's like the main stage of Zappos. I don't mm-hmm. know, is it still Zappos? Yeah. 
I don't know. It changes everything. The theater yeah. inside Planet Hollywood. Theater, <laughs> the theater that is. Um, and then she had a big J, a big L, and then a raised O. And the center of the O was an elevator. Mm-hmm. And oh. when they were creating the show, she was supposed to use it a lot, right? But you have, you're like hunched. There's no like underneath. It's just cement and then this raised stage. So you're like hunched <laughs> underneath the stage. And she decided, she's like, I'm not going underneath there. Like, yeah. Right. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not using the elevator. So I was actually the only one that ever used the elevator that was Come on private elevator. <laughs> I know. I was like, I feel very special. That is amazing. Yeah, so pretty epic. I know in that like reel that I made on Instagram, I was <laughs> Yeah. I was joking around and it turned into something that people are like, Oh my gosh, this is so epic. So the no, it was. I wore this like conductor white coat and it actually was made for her to wear in the intro and she didn't want it anymore. So they gave it to me. I, I love like, it. Wait, this is the very, very pricey coat. <laughs> How do I sign up for JLo's hand-me-downs? Because yeah. this is like a great yeah. deal. I wish I could like, I wish it was in my closet, but you yeah. know that they snatched that back. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's been a thread in our interviews lately of like, this person didn't want it. So now I have it. And as a <laughs> it's something like freaking awesome. JLo's coat. Um, yeah. Like, Sweetie's ta- like Sweetie's choreography tour, like. Yeah, oh yeah! Oh, I didn't want that. The scholarship, I'll take it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, moral of the story: be ready, be ready to snatch up those hand-me-downs, y'all. Exactly. Oh, we um, love thrifting. We oh, love it. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, yeah. um, Whitney, before I could sit here and talk at <laughs> at length, but um, before we wrap it up, I I do want to touch on the fact that you are on faculty at uh, Velocity Dance Convention, um, which is incredible. And I'm thrilled that so many young, hungry artists get to experience all that you have to offer. Um, But what is one thing that you notice in this generation that maybe one thing that you love and one thing that you're like, "Ah, I wish they would shift or change their mindset on that? Um, One thing I love... It's it's hard to pinpoint one, right? Because each city that I get to go to, it's so vastly different because of the communities that are there. Mm-hmm. But the support from the studio owners and the teachers of these kids is like so beautiful to see. And I think that's also something that I wish that they appreciated more was mm-hmm. that people want them to succeed. Their teachers, their convention teachers, like I want all of these dancers to succeed wholeheartedly. I want them to enjoy class. I want them to grow. I want them to believe in themselves because that's also another thing I wish I would change. I could change. I just talked about it last weekend. We were in St. Louis and I said, I had an assistant show my combo and she like was giving her whole heart and the kids like did like a golf clap, like the quietest golf clap and I was like okay we're gonna talk about this for a second did you like what you saw and they were like yeah and I was like then why don't you support it and we talked Mm. like we got in this whole deep dive of we're used to liking something without actually making any noise yes like applauding double tap to like I that's literally what I said I said hey you're not double tapping on the screen right now it's like she gave her soul literally right in front of you you're breathing in the same room she's breathing in and right now you're like not I was like, I need to feel some noise. I need to, I need to hear 
the support because then once we started making noise, the support for everybody else grew and the right. class like when everyone was bawling by the end, it was perfect. Right. Oh. <laughs> like we were living, but yeah, I understanding that there is support there and people want them to succeed, but they also have to like show up for themselves and show up for each other is of like course. my biggest thing for totally that's yeah. so beautiful i love what you said about like uh, liking things without making any noise and it's such a, like true crossover from like our obsession with instagram and tiktok which also can be a pot there's so yeah. many positive things out there on social media if you if you clear for it. but we get so used yeah if you really <laughs> get rid of, cut the cut the garbage that's out there but it's true like you have to be like we're mindful about how we spend our days, how we spend our times, we have to be mindful about what we consume on, on social media because we get so used to it. But like, yeah, being in a in a room full of kids and just being like, oh, I, I see amazing dancers all the time on my videos and on my feed. And you're like, yeah, that's awesome. And like, you, yeah, you have to pr- remember that like this person is in the room with you and like energy is so contagious and transferable yeah. that it's so important to everyone's like growth and learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Well, Oh, Whitney, I need like a five part series with you because it's, let's do it again. No, I'm, thank you so much for your time today, for um, all of your insight, for catching up and realizing that we all know each other somehow from somewhere. I know, I love that. But um, for our listeners, if they want to catch up with you, obviously they can find you um, on faculty at Velocity, but uh, what's the best way to stay up to date with you, where you're teaching, what's going on? My Instagram is the one that I stay like using constantly. Everything mm-hmm. else is kind of, I don't know. So too many social medias is hard. So uh-huh. Instagram is the best place. And then, yeah, for any bookings, the email click on my Instagram is all connected. Fabulous. Yeah. And we'll have that listed in our description below, but um, thank you again, Whitney. We wish you the yeah. absolute best. Um, I, I, I know I have to teach later this afternoon and I'm like, I'm so ready and yes. I'm so inspired. So, so thank you for the inspiration <laughs> and um, yeah, hopefully we'll all see each other soon in person in a studio in a rehearsal yes. or on stage. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.